What's going on everyone? Superstar Steve here again, welcoming you back to another edition of One Take Live. We are the most must-hear audio in podcast history, and we are post-Raw, ladies and gentlemen. What a roar it was. I mean, that ending, wow. We had some pretty cool matches on there as well. I must admit, this was probably one of the better roars, in, in all honesty. Uh, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10, because it was, it was really up there. Um, a lot, a lot went down on that. Under Siege, if it's not training right now, it will be very close to, uh, of course, the big storyline of the show, SmackDown invaded Raw in the lead-up to Survivor Series, attacked everyone and anyone they could find, left everyone lying. Um, quite a statement made. It was awesome spectacle. I loved watching it. The energy with the wrestlers was all high. Um, the crowd were in shock, I think. Kurt Angle was in shock. Well, his character was in shock. Um, but it was just a really cool scene. It left, it left Raw on a cliffhanger. It left Raw with a big story. And that's the way it used to be back in the Attitude Era. There was always something going down, whether it was, uh, Stone Cold or The Rock or something to do with the McMahons or Hunter or just, there was always something at the end of the show, which was incredible to see and made a spectacle and made news headlines and and that's the way it should be that's the way wrestling has always been until this pg era um where they really toned that down and so bringing that that uh spontaneity back and that uncertainty and the big storyline to finish the show is what should happen every week but doesn't um and i'm glad they've brought it back in the lead up to survivor series it's really made uh, tuning into SmackDown a must happen because you'd expect Raw to retaliate, um, but yeah, it's it's just made everything that a little bit more exciting and a little bit more must see. So I'm I'm very happy with Raw this week. It was a nine out of ten. In saying that, let's go back through the card and see what else happened uh, before we get to that uh, the big um, invasion angle. So the, the show kicked off with Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, and AJ Styles. That's right, AJ Styles is back for one more night on Raw, uh, versing The Miz, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Uh, this one, of course, went to Dean, Seth, and AJ, getting the victory there in what was a great match to watch. High energy, high excitement, uh, good pace, back and forth. The crowd was involved. Everyone loved it, as far as I could tell. Uh, really good uh, to watch, and of course, I think the biggest story coming out of this will be the the invasion angle and where these guys go from here. Um, but uh, just a really cool opening match. Next on the card was Asuka versus Emma in a rematch from uh, the TLC pay per view. Of course, it was Asuka getting another victory there um over Emma in a rather quick fashion again it was the Askalock that uh finished Emma off so a submission again that's twice in two nights you'd hope that that little rivalry's over and Oscar moves on to greener pastures however I don't think it's going to happen given that uh later in the night we saw Fox uh Banks and Bailey all fight and um uh, Mickey James come out and uh, beat up Alexa again, so 
it looks like all the women are set in their positions, and this is probably going to continue for a little while longer. Hopefully, they keep Oscar undefeated. I mean, for her to be the champion for that long, and then to come up and and see defeat uh, rather quickly, um, I hope that doesn't happen. Swig of water for the working man. So yes, as I previously stated, the next uh, segment to happen was Alexa Bliss coming out, uh, doing a short promo, uh, giving the opportunity for Mickey James to come out and attack Alexa, leaving her lying, as they would say, a reasonably quick attack. Um, I guess the uh, the I guess the story to come out of that, or what I was looking at the whole time, was the size of Mickey's heels. I mean, holy moly, they were huge. How she, I was just praying she doesn't break an ankle or, or strain an ankle or ligaments or something like that because um, they were huge, huge high heels. Um, and to deliver a, a DDT um, where you have to maneuver yourself and, and, and be that athletic um, put me a bit on edge. So I wish she'd come out with some flatter shoes when she does do those uh, type of uh, run-in attacks, but it worked out, so no harm, no foul. Uh, I guess, and we'll move on from there. Next, we had Elias Sampson giving us another concert, of course, being interrupted by Jason Jordan, as you'd expect. Um, and the match actually ended in disqualification. Elias belted, and I mean belted, uh, Jordan with his guitar. Um, did sort of the same thing he did with Balor. He hit him on the side, except I think he missed with Balor and actually got Balor in part of the head. Uh, but this one looked a lot better. It got Jordan in the shoulder and the arm, I guess. Um, so somewhere where the impact could have been absorbed without much damage. Um, and of course, Elias being disqualified for using that guitar illegally. Um, but yeah, these two, I guess it was a better match. I would have rather this last night at at uh, the TLC rather than happening now. Simply because... To be interrupted three times in one night means you must be pretty angry with someone. Um, so the fact that he didn't uh, try and get uh, some sort of heelish revenge, uh, I guess, was a little bit off. But yeah, this this whole match worked a lot better than the one that was happening last night. Uh, next on the card was Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar responding to Jinder Mahal's challenge for TLC. Let me just say this. Paul Heyman is sometimes too good to be true. Um, if you haven't seen this promo, go and watch it. He tore Jinder apart. Um, he tore SmackDown apart. He he did everything. Perfection is, is, is a hard word to use in instances like this, but this is a close to perfection for a promo and for a message that he wanted to deliver that he could have said. Um, it had fire, it had story, uh, it took us on a journey, it was in your face, it was brutally honest, um, and, and it achieved what it, what it wanted to, what it was meant to. Um, this was one of my favorite Paul Heyman promos. It was just awesome. Um, it's always awesome when, when they touch on something in a truthful manner, and I mean, excuse me. I mean, the truth may hurt, um, but when the audience hears the truth, that's when they really tune in, and that's when they really, really start to listen and pay attention and 
and go with it. And on and on, on and blah, blah, blah. What am I trying to say? And on most occasions, when that happens, the audience is on your side because they know what's happening. We know what's happening. We know if someone's a good wrestler, if they're a bad wrestler, which one's the A show, which one's the B show, who we should boo, who should we cheer. Um, we know that. Despite what the announcers try and tell us to do and try and put in our heads, we know. That's how Daniel Bryan got his big break. We pushed him so hard that WWE had no choice. Um, that's why Roman Reigns still hasn't got over. I mean, WWE have been more stubborn than Roman than than anyone else. They're just not giving up on that. I think eventually they're going to have to. Um, they're going to have to do something different. And I mean, they are trying something different at the moment with the Shield. Um, but even so, given the uh, the the virus that's gone around, that's really broken up the momentum there. So unsure how that bit's going to go. But the story here is. The WWE Universe knows when someone's telling the truth. They know what is good and what is bad. And when Paul Heyman spoke the way he did, the audience could only really um, agree with what he was saying, I think. And, and that's what partly what made it so good. So if you haven't watched it, go see it. It was incredible. That's all I can really say about it. Next match on the card was Alicia Fox, Sasha Banks, and Bailey in a triple threat match. The winner of this match will become, or would become, the Women's Survivor Series team captain. Uh, for Raw, that is. And it was it was uh, Alicia Fox getting the victory there. So they've still play, they're still playing off the Sasha and Bailey, uh, I guess eventual build to what I think will be a WrestleMania match. They're just keeping them always, I guess, butting heads. Never fully a team, always something happening. Uh, it's a slow build, but I like it. I agree with it. I think it's the right way to do it. Um, and Alicia is now your captain. <laughs> and Alicia put on, an, on a good show tonight. I just love her character. You've heard me say it before, guys. Um, she's just got that fire, that temper, that attitude, uh, the, the tantrums that she throws, uh, it's entertaining. And that's what I love about it. It's entertaining. She doesn't look dumb. She doesn't look stupid. She doesn't look like she's overreacting uh, in a bad way. Uh, it doesn't look like she's putting on a facade. It looks authentic. And as a viewer, I think that's what we want to see. So uh, Alicia Fox is your new Raw Women's Survivor Series team captain. Last match on the card this week was Kalisto, Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan, Mustafa Ali, and Grand Metalik versus Enzo Amore, Drew, Drew Gulak, Tony Nice, Arya Davari, and Noam Dar. Um, yeah, this one was a little comedic because, I mean, Enzo couldn't talk again. Um, so Gulak delivered his promo in, in only the way a Gulak could. It was very well-spoken English. Um, and... Because of that, it was comedic in fashion. Um, but yeah, it ended up being a typical cruiserweight high flag match. With the winner being the Kalisto team. More importantly, Kalisto did get the, the pinfall over Enzo. So I guess you know what that means. Uh, because there will be a cruiserweight rematch. 
title rematch tomorrow night on 205 Live. And if Kalisto won tonight, that means he will lose tomorrow night. So, spoiler alert, that's what I think is going to happen. I can only wait and see, obviously. Um, but, yeah. That was all the, uh, I guess, happenings on Raw this week. Uh, until the finale. Shane McMahon did warn Kurt Angle earlier in the night that there would be a hashtag under siege. So, laying a small clue as to what would happen. Um, and what did we see? We saw Raw under siege. Because it was Kurt Angle who was coming out to uh, announce his Raw team for Survivor Series. Uh, only for Shane McMahon and the majority of the SmackDown roster to come through the crowd, circle the ring, then Shane let the dogs loose, and Team SmackDown went through the whole backstage area, attacking every superstar they could find. Um, Really, really cool spectacle. Uh, Something I didn't expect to happen straight away. I thought maybe they'll get to that stage a couple of weeks down the track, a couple of weeks closer to Survivor Series. Uh, But no, they brought it the day after TLC. Um, And yet they went through, they destroyed everyone. The men destroyed the men. The women destroyed the women. Uh, They all came back out to the ring with Kurt Angle. um, And Shane said, we'll see you at Survivor Series. So that's how it ended. Kurt's facial expression at the end was excellent. He he looked like he was basically about to cry. Um, Very cool spectacle. High energy intensity from the from the superstars a lot of yelling a lot of um pumping each other up it was it really looked like smackdown had come together as a team which is sort of good and sort of bad because i mean if these guys are going to be functioning as a unit then when they have to go back every week and do matches together between themselves um i fear for that because it won't be like you're expecting them to be on the same team but they're not So, that's what happened on Raw this week. I'm giving it a 9 out of 10. I thought it was great. Um, The the matches were all interesting. They all had meaning. Uh, They were all entertaining. Uh, We were left with a big cliffhanger slash event at the end of the night. And I don't think there's too much more you can really ask for in a program. Um, So, big thumbs up from me for WWE this week. Well booked. Well played out. Uh, I can't wait to watch SmackDown tomorrow night. Uh, and see Raw's, uh, I'm guessing, uh, Raw uh, retaliate. But we'll have to wait and see. So I'm not going to keep you around any longer, folks. Thanks for tuning in this week. Uh, This has been your Raw post-game show. Post-show game. Post-game. See, I've stuffed it up again. I've got to write this down and put it next to my computer. I'm going to catch you all down the road, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye!